Welcome to Boots Off Log On, a podcast where we talk all things farm business. A show about the business of farming, bringing you insights and wisdom from the leaders in farm business, helping you minimise risk and maximise return on all your hard work. I'm David and I'll be your host for the show. Um, welcome everybody. Today I want to talk to you about being budget ready. But first of all, I want to talk to you about how when I came home to the farm in 1992, I was far from budget ready. I wasn't even finance ready. So I came home to the firm. I left Muresk in 1992 and came home and I had the lucky privilege of taking the, the management of our farm business because my father was writing AgriMaster 4 and, and was had become a full-time software developer. Now at uni, I was quite good at finance units. I had done, you know, I was good at cash flow forecasting, I was good at systems planning, production planning, all those things. I actually got 98% in manager, my managerial finance unit, much of a shock to Abraham, um, my lecturer. Yet with even all my new finance knowledge and the enthusiasm of youth, like many of you in this room, I had basically a self-imposed ignorance when it came to the farm finances. I came home, I took over the farm business and I really just left my father and my mother who did the books um, and my father did all the strategy and the budgeting and the financial control to essentially that side of the business. I think at the end of the day, um, although I was super capable, I sort of, I think I just wanted to do what I wanted to do and that was all a little too much trouble. Yet this self-imposed ignorance, I, it was largely my fault. I failed to engage. Yes, they didn't hide anything from me. They didn't. I was always exposed to the numbers. My father always talked about cash flow budgeting and the importance of financial control. I actually even kept my own books up to that point for my own, my own money. Yet it took until 1996. So we'd bought a farm a few years early. There was a massive crash in the wool price again. We had a year from hell and suddenly we were in a lot of financial trouble. And I learned more about financial control and limited capital and how to exercise capital and how to use capital in that year than I ever did in any other time. Now I could have saved myself and my father a lot of pain. If I had engaged in the numbers earlier, I could have basically shared the financial burden, the decision-making burden with my father. He was, you know, he had a full-time job outside of farming and I sort of neglected that. I would have learned a lot more a lot earlier. And I think even as a team, we would have made better strategic decisions. His wisdom, because it doesn't matter how many years at university I have, there's a wisdom and a grit that comes with running a farm. And I would have made, and I believe, strongly believe, that you make better long-term and short-term decisions when you have essentially the insights and the rigor of financial management around you. Now, my story is not unique in any way. As the new blood in agriculture, as many of you are in the room today, I should have lent into the numbers more. And the incumbent generation should have basically, not force, but strongly encouraged the engagement in the numbers as well. I should have, they should have insisted I took on more financial responsibility earlier. 
and let me feel the numbers. And I think numbers you have to feel, they're not an intellectual thing that if you look at them on a rapport and you don't have any engagement in them, they're just numbers. But if you do them, if you're responsible for them, there's a feel that comes with them. And that is sometimes the, the feel of pressure. Now, you don't wanna get all that pressure at once. You wanna build up to them. So I think you should engage with them early, start sharing the pressure. And by the time they're all yours, at some point in the future, you'll be ready for them and you'll become very good at them. I don't think you can actually be good at farm financial management or any business management, including the one I've got now, without having the feeling, the pressure and the responsibility of financial management. And as the CEOs of AgriMaster, Natalie and I now have the same pressure. We have, we are in our 50s, we have a large staff who are all in their 20s and 30s. They're all much better educated than us. They're more intelligent, they're more they have energy and knowledge and experience. And, and so we're facing the same challenges that many families in this room are facing right now. Now, in this case, they're not with our children, but they're with our work children in a way. But it's the same generational dynamic. So what I want to talk to you today about is about being budget ready. And I want to talk to you about being budget ready, not in that academic sort of the way that you'd learn at, say, a university or a school or whatever. I want to talk to you about it in more... Um, a way that's just practical way to engage in this stuff. You know, this is a tool. It's not magic and it's a tool that helps you. Farming essentially is about making large upfront investments. No different to investing in shares or in, in the property market or in Bitcoin, whatever. It is just taking a lump of capital and putting it at risk with a hope of return in the future. That's it. So in farming, you invest at many different levels, large levels, like you invest in farmland. Now farmland's a massive investment, bloody good return on investment, really good investment, but it's big and it's expensive and it's not risk-free. So these are large 30-year or multi-generational investments that have to be decided carefully. There's large, what I call medium investments. So this is buying headers, you know, headers are happening a million bucks now, tractors, new sheds, putting lime or past, uh, soil improvement. These are investments into your business that require finance, whether that be your own finance or whether from external finance, but then investment. And then you've got the essential annual investment in production, so the input cost to establish crops. So if you're a cropper, they're quite large. If you're a, um, a livestock person, they're still not, they're not as large, but you still have those investments. Now, the best way to think about managing this investment decision that you have to do as a farm, so it doesn't matter whether you're a uh, new generational person in here in this room or you've been here a long time, you uh, you know, farming, everyone puts it in that, oh, it's, um, we're not going to do this or we won't do this because there's so many unknowns. Well, it's actually a little bit more nuanced than that. You have, this is a grid that's probably the best way to explain it. So at the top right hand you have your awareness of the facts is known and your knowledge you highly aware and you have a lot of knowledge about that a good example of that is you know what the repayments are going to be on your property for the next 12 months you know you know how much you paid for fertilizer that you already have in the shed right so there's a whole lot of no unknowns so when you're planning there's a lot of no unknowns there's also a lot of known unknowns. Now a known unknown is you have high level of awareness. Grain prices or cattle prices or wool prices are one of those. You know that 
that they change. You have a high awareness, they're very visible pricing signals, but you have unknown knowledge. You don't know what they're gonna be. You know somewhere, but there's a lot of, you, you don't exactly know how they fall. So you need to be highly aware of those and ask lots of questions around them. And then there is the, I wanna focus on the unknown unknowns. These are your black swan events. Probably the best example of that, mate, is Ukraine. So those is about how to um, respond and having the systems to respond and explore and work out how they're going to impact you. So you need a way to calculate and manage all this risk around this because hope is not a strategy. So you need to, when you're doing planning and budgeting, what you need to ask yourself is first of all, should I? Now, should I is the question to say, is this investment, your seasonal investment, buying a header, buying a farm, essentially, will I make more money than I'm spending? That's it. Will this thing make me more money than it's going to cost me? Okay? So you first have to carry that bar. In other words, so the easiest form of this is, say, gross margin analysis of an enterprise. Is the gross margin of this enterprise positive? <laughs> and at what point does it become negative? So a bit high awareness, so should I? The next one is can I? So do you have the capital to fund this? In other words, will you be able to, let's say, a good example of this, if I wanted to defer all my grain sales to, say, September, because I could get a really good price for the grain then, I would not have the ability to carry that debt and plus put seeding in and do this as well, and buy a new header, and have repayments. So the cash flow is the determinant here. So can you do it? It might make you more money, profit, but before profit, you have to have cash flow, because there's no point having profit without cash flow. So you have to answer, can I do this? So this is a tactical cash flow management strategy. And then you've got to work out, how will I do this? So this again is tactics, so this is timing. And what will I, and so how will I put it in? How will I manage risk? You know, so this can be everything from production. You know, you, you already do this now. You've got varietal changes. You might put in timings. But then again, you might change your grain marketing strategy. You might change when you shear or when you sell or what breeds you use. So there's a whole lot of tactics and how will you do it. Now, the tool to answer all these questions and manage all these uncertainties and all this risk is budgeting. I believe budgeting is fundamentally the cash flow forecasting and budgeting is fundamentally the most important skill in a farm business. Now, in saying that, be able to grow whatever you grow well into best practice is table stakes. You have to be able to do that, right? But the next most important skill is budgeting, right? Because as a farm, you live all of your life in the future because there's nothing you can do about the past. You can have the best bookkeeping ever. And apart from, and I'm going to go to the importance of that in a minute, but in the worst case, all you're going to do is do nice recording for the government, for tax, right? So everything important to you, well, not everything, but most things important to you from a financial point of view is budgeting because you're going to live your future, your, your farm life in the future. So I want to go through. Now, budgeting... I'm not going to hear to talk to you about, you know, how to put things in cells and stuff. A lot of people you've done at uni or you've been doing it forever. But I want to talk to you about rhythm because the rhythm is the most important thing of how to go about this. So you be budget ready by going through two main 
things. First of all is you use budgeting as a strategic tool. So those are those big investment decisions. So the first one is where are we at now? So this is where I encourage you to do your accounting really well, right? Stop. If you're not using enterprises, descriptions, quantities, allocations, I strongly encourage you to start using them. Why? Because this is when you can do essentially your own benchmarking. How has my business performed in the past one, two, three, four part years? And how can I make small alterations in the coming forecast to improve that business? So then you come up with a, where do we want to get to? Now, this is your farm business strategy. So for example, you might be purchasing more land. You might be changing your enterprise mix. You might be changing your rotational strategy. There's a whole lot of strategies. And then it comes down to how you're going to do it. Now, this is your financial strategic plan. So this is where the rubber hits the road because it doesn't matter how good you think your production plan, it's only measured in financial outcome. So your financial strategic plan is taking all your production strategy, putting numbers around it, having a look at those um, three things I talked about, you know, can I, should I, how I, and you've got to put them together and come up with a strategy. For example, you might think you've got a great production strategy, but the numbers just don't add up. Or you might think you have a great financial strategy, but it doesn't work in the real world on production. Those two have to work together. They do have to. And when they work together, essentially they should reflect each other. Now this gives you a couple of good things. One, you know the financial impact of your production decisions and you can also model them. You can model uh, financial scenarios I'll go to. So now that you have managed to gather your business intelligence from your recording your data correctly when you're putting your books in, you have a farm business strategy or a production strategy, you have matched that with a financial strategy by using your production strategy to build a financial model. You now have the capacity to do one of the most important things, and this is talking about the known unknowns, and that's to do a what-if analysis. So you've now used this strategy to build a cash flow forecast for 12 to 24 months, I hope, if you're a grain business. And then you can build what-if scenarios. So what-if scenarios are about, the first thing I'd encourage you to do is you know Generally, your, your budget in your forecast is built on a year in, year out, or a common year. But you know that you can have some really good ones, like last year, and some really bad ones. You don't know when they're going to be. These are known unknowns. You know they're going to happen, you just don't know when, and you don't know how by how much. So this is where you should build what-ifs, and this is about preparation. So this is when you're, this is another form of strategic planning. So you can very quickly get your model, change a few numbers, you increase yield, decrease yield, change price, change input cost, put um, a frost over your barley, whatever. And you can do all this within your model, your cash flow model. And you can prepare for these changes and get ready because when they, if they do occur, you're not in any position to make these decisions. So make them early, build these models. Then it comes down to tactical control. So there are so many changes in your business. You have production risk and you have financial risk and you have market risk. And the best way to do this, and Rob Grimmer from Plan Farm had the best term for this. He goes, um, quantify your position at all times because change is constant. Your financial status of your business will change all the time because there's so many, the world changes around you and your decisions change around you. So what you do is you take this first plan you did with your now where how. You record your records like you're already doing. Now most people record for tax. The byproduct of doing your record keeping is tax. That's not why you do it. 
you record it for management accounts and you do it. Then you measure every month you do a budget actual comparison report. Really easy, simple thing. It's the reason AgriMaster was originally written um, 40 years ago. The reason being is you quantify your position. By quantifying your position, you essentially you arrest any possible slide that you might have in your finances really early. So it minimizes risk. And then based on that, you can make small or big changes to adjust to the new reality of your business. Now, this doesn't have to be big. Look, I'm, I'm probably speaking longer than it would actually take you to do. So, um, and this is more of a rhythm around managing. So one is strategic, and I talked about making those investments, and this one's about managing those investments. So now we're how? Making investment decisions based on good information and aligned production strategy and aligned financial strategy, and then um, managing that investment with monthly a financial control cycle with a plan, record, measure, and adjusting. And they work together. So basically what you do is you go, now we're how? So strategic turns into a plan, record, adjust. Every now and then, the you're going to measure and it's going to go to help. And what that means is you're going to have a bad season. You're going to have a bad outcome. We had one in our business in 1996. I remember when I was farming. We've had others. But this was... An absolute disaster. We had to go and rewrite our whole plan, right? We didn't get any rain till mid-June, which is for Kojinot pretty bad. And, you know, we had to actually end up having to sell 2,000 stock. We had to change all our models changed. Now, in the wheat belt, it can be frost. It could be um, late rainfall like us. It could be a whole lot of stuff. The, the grain market might collapse. There's a whole lot of stuff. Then you go back to your strategy. Now, this is when you pull out your alternative strategy, your what-if strategies, this is when you go and pull your models out and change and you develop a new plan. But essentially these rhythms work together. Now why do I suggest this? Is a financial, the AgriMaster financial success rhythm is instead of doing what we'd call in the software world a waterfall method, in other words, do a big post-harvest budget, put your seeding in, do your harvest and then sell it all at the end and you'll see what, what you've got left. And by doing that and by not checking in frequently, the risk of getting it wrong goes up and up and up. So you're, you're, you're putting all of your risk into one part of the year. But by doing it monthly, you're doing a review and adjust, review and adjust, review and adjust every month. And what you're doing is you're limiting the ability for risk to build up into one month. And you can control risk month by month by month. And that's the whole point of this. So you'll, you will still get hit you'll still get changes, but you can contain and manage those changes. And even better, you can actually take chance of opportunities when they come. Now, what we've done is success is a habit, right? So budgeting and all these fancy things are not a big deal. They're a habit, right? So we put together this um, cash flow control cycle or a clock. And the reason we did it like this is to say, this doesn't end. The financial industry, especially the accounting industry, like to think of things in financial years or things are in these contained boxes. But your farm business doesn't have that contained boxes. It has a season, but even your grain marketing goes over 18 months. And so your cash flow control cycle, your planning, your plan do check act cycle, your, your now warehouse cycle is constant. And so this clock, and I'd encourage you to set up and maintain this rhythm. So go through and you know, the idea is a budget actual comparison. You start with a big planning session at the beginning of the year. Invest in that. 
it and when you have and you have big events through the year so pre-seeding post-seeding pre-harvest post-harvest where you do big reviews look back look forward have a deep dig into your plan and this way you will be budget ready as yoda once says do or do not there is no try so what i'd like you to do and i'd really ask you to do today is go home and commit to something and commit to something you as generations can do together my parents for example used to put the budget actual comparison report on the kitchen table so this is a monthly budget actual comparison report there's two things you whoever's doing your books in your family probably already puts all the receipts on the christmas on the on the kitchen table and says who bought all this stuff at the egg supplies all right or and where do i code it to but i'd encourage you to do the same thing once a month put the budget actual comparison report on the table talk about it this is a catalyst for a strategic decision within the family you know if things going up or things going down what could we do give yourself a what if maybe say get the family to come up with a bunch of what if scenarios run them through your model commit to a financial rhythm as a family right so do a financial rhythm in other words not everyone has to do it but i'd encourage everyone to be involved and you might break up the task you might say one of you go and research what's happening with the wheat market the other one might go what's happening with you know the production or etc and break the task up and all come together and basically do a what if scenario or adjust the budget or do a forward and back looking create a working budget in other words accurately manage your cash flow so what is a working budget a working budget is one where you copy your one you did at the beginning of the year for the bank and you import your actuals month every month and what you'll do is you'll get an actual adjusted cash flow why is this important I tell you what, the bankers in the room, the thing they hate the most is emergency October overdrafts. Much harder to give you these days. Now, you might predict a slot pickup. So one of the things, not just a budget, actually, the other way of stopping slides in your finances is if you import your actuals once a month, your predicted cash balances will change because you'll rewrite the beginning each month. So, for example, you might start importing all your your cleared accounts every month and suddenly your overdraft might move or your peak debt might go up or down in this will be signals and that means it gives you budgeting is also a time machine or give you the time to react to this and the other thing i encourage you to do if you're not already using worksheet level budgeting start using worksheet level budgeting and if you're not doing it you probably go oh it's so much work or i'll get my consultant to do it or, or whatever it is a that the whole point of worksheet budgeting it actually matches your production plan so it's like this little model which gives you financial all these beautiful financial outcomes like cash flow and peak debt and your statement of position all the things your bank loves but it also gives you a way of playing with your farm business before you actually commit real money so this is where the what if scenarios the bad budget scenarios the uh, modeling grain marketing strategies all this stuff so i'd like you to commit to that now before you go if you're the newbie i want you to use your talent use your skill use your education and lean into the finances i know you don't want to do it i know someone else is probably doing it but lean into it ask questions start doing these strategies and it's not about doing the books right forget that financial manager your farm has got nothing to do with bookkeeping or tax that's something you have to do for someone else it's about cash flow forecasting it's about modeling it's about scenario planning and strategy and 
as the incumbent generation like me, I encourage you to almost insist or strongly encourage for the next generation to be involved. Start involving them in the decision making. Start the next generation, help them feel the pressure you feel with numbers and making those decisions and the consequence of those decisions. So by the time they take over, they'll be ready, you'll be confident, and it'll be you know and everything will be great. So please go home and get budget ready. You will thank me for it. As always, if you'd like to know more about Agrimaster Farm Business Management Software and Services, you can find us at www.agrimaster.com.au or find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. If you like this episode, please share it on social media or directly with a friend and let's make farm business great together.